Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I want to welcome you to the Game Changers podcast hosted by Michelle Dutrow. I personally cannot speak more highly of the value of mentorship, and this podcast will bring you some of the best. If you want some inspiration back with strategy of how to make your vision a reality, stay tuned and prepare to ignite. Hello and welcome to this end of the year Game Changer podcast episode. This is going to be a very unique episode because I'm not interviewing anybody. This is just me. The last two uh, podcast episodes that I am airing is, like I said, just me. And the very last one of this year is all of my friends. So I really thought as I contemplated this, if I wanted you to get to know me better, then I should probably just talk to you. And if you wanted to get to know me on a really deep level, then you should know who my friends are and what they stand for and what matters to them, which is coming up next Monday, which will be the final podcast of 2015. So that being said, when I thought about what I wanted to cover in what would be my final interview with myself and my friends would laugh about that, I can tell you right now, is I wanted to talk about goal setting, but in a very different and unique way. I have held many goal setting classes over the past, well, more than decade. And it's something that I take very, very seriously. In fact, the goal setting that I have done with myself has led to some of the most drastic and dramatic life changes for me to certainly include the fire department and that pursuit. Um, as well, really, the military and, and many other career changes I've made has come from this time of year of a lot of self-reflection. But what I wanted this to be was something very unique and different. This is not going to be a goal-setting class of what do you want for your career or your finances or your relationships, while that does matter. What I want to talk to you about today on a much more intimate setting is what is the foundation that's going to carry all of that forward? And by foundation, here's what I mean. There are things from a mindset perspective that in my opinion, as a, as a life coach, as I have been for more than a decade, that is what defines success in seeing goals come to fruition and failure. And I mean, complete failure and, and not just failure by the end of the year, but failure by, you know, March 1st. So what I want to do is walk through from my perspective, what these things are that I think are what's going to carry your goals, not just to fruition, but to extreme success. So I hope that you have some time to sit back and listen to this and contemplate to yourself where you are with these topics. There will be show notes if you're not in a place to jot uh, these things down that you can uh, look back on later. But like I said, over more than a decade, these are the things that in culmination I have not only seen in my life, but in the hundreds and hundreds of people that I have worked with on what works and things that certainly are worth consideration. So let's get underway. Here's our first stop. Our first stop with goal setting is really defining what you want versus what you need. And, you know, I think a good way to identify or delineate the difference between the two is asking yourself the why behind whatever it is. And for those of you that know me, you know that the why is the single most important thing you're ever going to ask yourself. 
So when you are putting down goals on paper of the career you want or the business that you want to start or the relationship that you would like to have, I want you to stop long enough to say, why? Why is it that I want that? And let me tell you, my questioning of why, which has gone on for, like I said, decades, uh, there's uh, sometimes people that don't appreciate that. I can tell you I started in the military many decades ago questioning why a lot of things went on um, by a lot of people much higher ranking than myself who weren't very appreciative of that challenge, if you will. But it's been part of my mindset, like I said, for as almost long as I can remember. So when you're putting down that you would like to have this job or start this business or find this type of a partner, I want you to follow that up with why. Why is that important to you? Because the reality is, it's not that thing that you're going to attain that's going to bring you happiness and fulfillment. What really is going to drive that is the feeling that you think you're going to get from having that. So that would be my second question. After the why it is do you want this, I want you to ask yourself, what feeling do I think I will have if this actually comes to fruition? And then stop on that and say, is this what I want or is this what I need? And again, there are very big differences between those two questions. So as you're working your way through this thought process of figuring out what 2016 is going to look like and what is going to really matter to you that's going to drive every decision that you have and every action that you take, I want you to start on the very first point of all of this because no goal setting will ever work without the foundation of honesty. And honesty is being very real and truthful with yourself. Not just in what you want, not just in what's reasonable. Am I shooting too small or am I shooting for the stars? When I say honesty, I mean being real about where you are. Where you are and again, why? If your health is not in the best position, why is that? If you're overweight, why is that? If you haven't contributed to any level of any significance or any meaning, why is that? Because you see, the reality is we can't get where we want to go until we know where we are. And there has to be some level of understanding for that. Now, I'm not talking about spending 20 years on a couch and finding all kinds of people to blame in your past for why you are where you are. What I'm talking about is the why behind every single thing that has happened to date. Because if there needs to be some mindset changes, this is the time to flush that out. And I do believe that all of us can stop and take a Polaroid picture of where our life is right now, the career we have, the finances that we have or don't have, the relationships that we have or don't have. And the reality is all of this is a culmination of every single decision that you have ever made. So if you want 2016 to look a whole lot different than 2015 and prior, then there's going to have to be a difference in decision-making in order for that to happen. And, you know, I believe it was Albert Einstein who made the statement, the same mind cannot come up with a solution that created the problem to begin with. Well, if we are the ones that have created whatever problem or mess we currently are in, then that means we're going to have to have a monumental mind shift to get ourselves out of it. 
And that's really the point of this conversation right here. It's not about necessarily what you want your net value to be, or like I said, the job you want to have, or the ideal weight that you will be at by the end of 2016. What I'm after is the mindset that it's going to take in order for you to create that. So as we move forward, let's take a few things into consideration. I am a firm believer that anything that you're going to do, you need to begin with the end in mind. So since we're talking about life goals and life plans, which by the way, another one of my favorite lines is the fact that most people will spend more time planning their vacation than they do their life. I know that's not you or you wouldn't be here. But the reality is, if you are going to begin with the end in mind, then I want you to stop and think about your eulogy, your funeral. If I were to take one representative that is representing all of your friends, and I were to take one representative that is a culmination of all of your colleagues, the people that you work with and around, and if I were to take one representative that is the voice of all of your family, and those three individuals were to make a single statement about who you are, how you've shown up, and what you've contributed to each one of these people, what would they say? And as you write those statements down about what you would really like to be said about you in your eulogy, my question would be, is that the life you're currently living today? Is everything that you do, every thought you have, every, every conversation you have, every action you take, is it contributing to what those people would say in your eulogy when all is said and done? And if it's not, then here's a great opportunity to create a roadmap to get from where we are now until that point, whether that point is tomorrow, and quite frankly, we don't know, or whether that end point is 40 years from now. So if we're not taking stock in, if this is what I want to be known for, if this is what I want my legacy to be, then how am I showing up every day in order to get there? Then I'm going to tell you, odds are you probably won't. So stop long enough to think really about what that end game is and what it's going to take for that to honestly and truly happen, not for you, but for your family, your friends, your coworkers, every person that you come in contact with from now until the end of your time. So as we walk through this mindset shift, or certainly this mindset reflection, Here's one place that I want you to start, and that is before you start jotting down goals about what you want in 2016, I first want you to stop and ask yourself, what doesn't belong? Because the reality is, it makes no sense to add things into any aspect of our life if there are things there that really are not serving us. And here's how I mean that by example. If you are contemplating uh, I probably need to take some more supplements or I've heard that Chinese herbs might work or boy, maybe acupuncture would be a good thing I could add into my life. And as you're thinking about this, you're driving through McDonald's ordering, um, you know, a Whopper. Is that not right as a Whopper Burger King? I, you know what? As a vegetarian, I really couldn't tell you. I probably messed that up. But you get the point. It makes no sense to add something into your life when what you're doing is a detriment in that exact same area. In the world of feng shui, I will tell you, it makes no sense to add in really great lighting 
if the living room that you have is uh, some kind of version of craptastic, meaning it's broken down furniture, stains are all over, it hasn't been vacuumed or cleaned for months on end, all good lighting is going to do is highlight the fact that that room doesn't look very good. You see, it makes no sense. So we always have to start with, in every aspect of our life, what needs to be removed. If you're looking at health and wellness as one of your categories for improvement for 2016, then I would really ask you, what is going on in that area that's not serving you that you need to get rid of? Are you somebody who wants to train for a 10K or a marathon? And uh, before you start out for your jog, you're, you know, putting out that cigarette butt on the uh, sidewalk uh, ground before you take off running. You see, that doesn't really make sense. Why would you add in running if you're smoking? Probably you need to start with quitting smoking before we take up running. And that's your mindset I want you to have across the board. Before I add something into my life, what does not belong? Let's talk about friends. Before you think, I'd really like to attract more quality, like-minded people into my life, you first better start and think, who is in my life that I consider to be a spirit vampire? Who around me literally sucks the life out of me? Those people probably need to go. And once they're gone, then you have room for more positive, energetic people who are truly going to be able to contribute to your soul's drive and love and passion. So, in closing on this topic, before you jot down everything that you want or everything that you need or what's going to improve, be very honest with yourself and say, what is already here that isn't serving me that I need to get rid of? And from that place, anything that you want to add in makes a whole lot more sense on top of the fact that now you probably have more room for it. Next topic. Let's stop on the topic of worry. Worry is a very interesting topic to me in people that really spend an inordinate amount of time on this. So let's break this down from my perspective of worry. If there's something on your mind, let me tell you, statistically, or people will say, however we want to word this, that in life, by the time you get to the end of it and you look back and you were to ask yourself, what were the three most devastating things that really brought you to your knees in this lifetime? They are things that you never saw coming. Ever. So if there is something right now in this moment that you're worried about, you know what? You should be fired up for that because probably at the end of the day, this isn't going to be one of the big things. Because like I said, one of the big things that's a game changer, you're not going to see coming anyway. So whatever it is you know about right now, you can write off going, well, whatever I'm worried about is not going to be one of my three most significant things anyway. So put that into perspective. It's just not. Now, here's the second thing about worry. If you break worry down, oh, I'm really stressed about, you know, whether or not I should quit my job or go get a new one, whatever it is that may be on your mind. My definition of worry is I don't have enough information in order to make a decision. So let's not worry. Instead, what do you need to do to gain the information you need to make a decision that you're going to be happy about and make that happen? Now, here's another thing about worry. Whatever it is in Murphy's Law or worst case scenario thinkers out there, the reality is there's an opposite to that also happening. 
Because if there's a possibility that the sky is going to fall, there's also a possibility that the sky is going to stay up and intact and in exactly the place it's meant to be. So if you're going to spend your time entertaining one side of the coin, then to be fair, you need to give equal time to consider that the other may also be very well true. And if you're going to put your energy into one side or the other, I probably would put my uh, time and energy into the side of the coin of things working out. Now, this brings me to my last point. Again, another Albert Einstein quote. And that is that when he was asked how he would summarize humanity, if he, through all of his vast years of learning, if he could step back and make any definitive statement, what would that be? And he said, you know what? That's actually quite simple. When I look at people and I want to know who they are, they fall into one of two categories. You either see this universe as it is out to get you, or you see the universe as a place that is loving and kind and has your back. I might be paraphrasing a little bit. I don't know that Albert Einstein said has your back, but you get the point. So worriers to me are people that think that somehow the universe is going to turn their back on them. Things are going to go massively wrong, which we're going to get to here in a minute. But the things just aren't going to work out because the universe just messes things up. And that's just not the case. Whatever the outcome is, is the outcome it was meant to be. As Richard Miller would tell you, and if you don't know him, drop back a few episodes, you'd, you'd be wise to listen to that. Everything is perfect just as it is. And if you don't see that in this moment, that's because this moment hasn't fully played out yet. But there are no mistakes. There's a mistake in the meaning that we assign things. That is very true. But there are no mistakes in this lifetime. So to turn this over, to truly surrender and say, I know that whatever will be is meant to be. There simply can be no other way then this worry thing really actually makes no sense. And I can assure you of the emotions that you're going to carry with you that will be a boat anchor to your life, that is one of them that you have got to drop kick to the curb in 2016. Now here's another one that is a very hot topic of mine and that is being present. I have had a couple of different interviews on this topic in different ways. I have said for a very long time, wherever you are, be there. Be present with whatever job you're in, with the people that you're interacting with, even in your own silent time. Don't be distracted. I can tell you as a parent, it is far more valuable to spend time with a child for 10 minutes and really, really be there and listen without multitasking or doing anything else than it is to spend an hour with them while they're talking to you and you're texting or typing on your phone or doing whatever else it is. So if there's one thing that will allow far more greatness and the likeliness of you achieving whatever goal it is, that truly would be, be present, be active in your own life and laser focused on whomever it is that's before you and whatever it is that you're doing. I can assure you, if you've decided that this person is important enough to be before your eyes, or this task that you have at hand is important enough for you to devote some amount of time to, then it's important enough for you to devote 100% of your energy and concentration on. 
Your relationships will transform 100-fold if this is the only thing you do, as will your work, by the way, as will your finances. Focus. Be present. The more you're distracted, the more you multitask, I can tell you everything is getting done to the same haphazard, far less than great degree that you have possible. So make a different choice. Going forward, when you're talking to somebody and you see that they're talking and the phone is in your hand, stop right then, put that away, give them your full attention and be there. That single thing I will tell you is truly game-changing when it comes to absolutely any aspect of your life. Now, as I had referenced earlier in talking about worry and whether or not things are going to go wrong or go bad, and I said, you know, it's the meaning that we assign things, I want to I revisit this one and, and really stop on this topic. I've I've never understood when people say, well, this is really good news or this is really bad news. The fact of the matter is, it's just news. It's just information. What makes it good or bad is the meaning that you have assigned it. So if there are things that are coming your way that is what you would consider a massive challenge or something really, really bad, instead of taking that as really horrible information, Instead, I would ask you going into 2016, take a look at that information and say, this information is interesting. How can it help me? How could it be a gift? How could this information actually serve me? If you were just fired from a job, let's say, or laid off, there are plenty of people who would say, this is the worst thing ever. I can tell you that Oprah Winfrey and Steve Jobs would argue that vehemently, that being fired from a job is the one thing that catapulted them to where they ultimately wound up that they might not have otherwise. So that news or information, instead of reacting, step back and think, hmm, interesting information. Why is this coming to me? What is this messenger trying to tell me? And how is this going to redirect my life in a more positive and favorable way than what maybe I would have initiated on my own? And if we could all stop and do that a little bit more instead of so um, abruptly assigning meaning to what someone says or information that comes our way, I can tell you that your options, your choices will be monumentally different. So stop long enough going forward to say, okay, here's information that's coming to me. What am I going to do with this? And what is the best possible reason that this could be happening? And from that place, the decision that you make next, I can promise you will be so much more likely of having a more positive outcome than coming from some reactionary place of this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Now, in closing, I want to end this on massive challenges. And I'm certainly not implying or saying that 2016 is going to be riddled with them. But if it is, and if 2015 was, then really what I want you to stop and think about is interesting. So it turns out I signed up of a life of significance. Because I will tell you, if you've ever met somebody who, when you say, gosh, you know, tell me the story of your life or tell me the most exciting things that have ever happened to you or tell me the greatest challenges you've had, 
And we've all met these people that don't have a story on any level around any of those questions. Then the truth is, I don't know, they just didn't sign up for a life of significance or they just didn't put themselves out there. And that's okay. That's just what they've chosen. But if you have had monumental hurdles, if that's you right now and that's where you are, or if 2016 hits you like a two by four upside the head, then I want you to step back and think, okay, so I've signed up for a life of significance. Otherwise, these challenges wouldn't show up because these challenges do nothing but make us stronger and to grow. And why would I have a need to become stronger and to grow personally, professionally, and, and spiritually in every way possible unless, unless there wasn't something greater on the horizon that I am meant to do? So I will tell you this very fact I consider to be kind of my inner North Star. Every single thing that has happened in my life to date, I am so grateful for, regardless of what it is. Because if it weren't for every single one of these things in complete culmination, I wouldn't be talking to you right now today the way that I am. So much so that when I rented this place that I am currently out in San Francisco, the prior owner uh, left uh, a bit of artwork around, uh, a couple of uh, cow pictures, uh, roosters. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe he's just into farming. I'm not really sure. But uh, as the property manager and I were walking through, he said, hey, you know, don't worry before you move in, we'll, uh, we'll have all of this removed. And, and as we were kind of joking and laughing about it, we got to the front door and there was this little plaque, little like, you know, three inches by three inches right by the front door. And he said, oh, you know, don't worry, I'll take that down too. And I read it and I said, um, no, everything else can go. Not that I'm not appreciative of uh, farm animals. If, th if there was a llama or an alpaca, I can assure you that would have stayed. But, you know, the rest of these, maybe, maybe they can uh, go. But this plaque, I want to stay. And this plaque reads, do not pray for an easy life. Pray to be a strong person. And this is exactly what I mean by these challenges. These things are meant to serve you. Even if in the moment you don't know why or you don't see it, I can assure you that they are, right? The strongest point in a bone is the point that has been broken before because when it heals, it grows back stronger. And that's the same with our spirit and our psyche and our heart and in every other aspect of our being. So as 2016 comes upon us, and I do not mean to be wishing challenges on you, but I'm saying if they do come your way, embrace them. They're truly here to serve you. So in closing, really in closing, the last thing I want to leave you with is a thing that is by far the most important thing to me, and that is the topic of gratitude. In my final week's podcast, when I said you're going to get to meet my friends, it is the one question that I asked every one of them, what are you most grateful for? I truly do believe that if there is one thing, if you were only going to adopt one different thing or really ramp up one area of your life in 2016, that I believe would most significantly change every single aspect of it, it is that of gratitude. To be grateful for every single thing you have, no matter what that is. If you're listening to me right now, there's a lot to be grateful for right? You've got an internet connection, you've got a laptop, you've got a cell phone, or you have a friend that's allowing you to listen while you're hanging out on their couch, whatever it is. We all have things to be grateful for right now. 
and in everything that comes your way to step back and say, and for this too, I am grateful. The whole of every aspect of your life will change. So if I could highly, highly, highly recommend you to start a gratitude journal and make it your daily practice as you go through your day to take into account, what is it that I'm grateful for today? Some of the obvious and some of the not so obvious. Take that into your night. Before you go to sleep, reflect on every one of those things. And then the next day, I can promise you more and more, everything you see will change. As I have uh, told everybody around me, it's not the things external of us that are ever going to change, but the way that we see them. So I wish for you truly the greatest 2016 ever. And I hope that some of these things on mindset will give you a different perspective or maybe more of a grounding in your foundation and how you look at things so that when you are writing down in your career and your finances and your relationships and your family, what needs to go, what needs to stay, what needs to be ramped up on, that you're doing it with the backing of some of these questions and some of these things to consider and contemplate. With that, from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful for even having the opportunity to do this podcast and far more grateful for you giving me the time and listening to this podcast or any of the ones that you have prior. It truly means the world to me. And if in some way we are all inspired to make a difference and to have our light shine a little brighter for those around us who need it, then our work here is done. So again, thank you for listening to the Game Changer Podcast. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers Podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.